It's time for Business Minds Coffee Chat, an inspiring show about the journey to personal and professional growth. And now, your host, Jay Shear. Hey, everyone, you're listening to Business Minds Coffee Chat, and I'm your host, Jay Shear, and I am excited because I am joined in the studio today by my special guest, Thomas Rohr. Thomas is a husband and father, and he's the owner of a grandfather's legacy plumbing. Thomas, it is fantastic to see you. Thank you so much for being here today. Good morning, Jay. Thank you for the invite. Much appreciated. Absolutely. It is my pleasure. Well, I am, I'm really excited about our conversation today. We, we, we've met on a couple of occasions, but we're also part of a business group together. And getting to know you and getting to know about your story not only has been, not only has it been an inspiration for me, but, you know, I love being surrounded by just great human beings who work hard, who do good work, who who have a good mindset, who have a good outlook on life, and also those who have a very interesting story. And I want to explore part of your story here today. So I thought maybe a good starting point for us would be for you to share with us what your favorite thing is about yourself. That is a good question. I don't really have a thought about that before. Um, nowadays, I'm going to say being a father, being a husband. I think that's my favorite thing about myself nowadays. The way my kids look at me with the happiness in their eyes, mm-hmm. knowing they're enjoying life because of myself and my wife, I think that that would be the most important thing right now to me. Very good. Yeah. So how did becoming a father change who you are as a person in the way that you show up to the world? So as before, before we got into the radio show, you and I were speaking about being stalwart and not showing too much emotions. Um, as we discussed in the uh, Business Palm Coast meeting, I had a bit of a rough childhood, so emotions weren't really the best at all times. Um, I, like you, hit my emotions because you, you don't really know much. You don't know better. So you think if you just hide them, it'll go away and just move forward. Um, but that changed, obviously, when I had the kids. Um, when they look at me, they look up at you. I'm sure you're a father, especially the girls. They look at you with those eyes, and then you're done. Um, something clicks in your body, in your mind. Changes. You're... you're perspective your priorities changes because you know it's not just you you have to worry about anymore it's your family so when i go to work and i complete my tasks and all my jobs i think about my future because if i don't put in what people deserve the quality the pride the trust and the honesty my future won't be there anymore to provide for my kids but before that my grandfather instilled in me that when you go to work, you have to take pride in your work. Because if your work doesn't speak for itself, nobody's ever going to call you back. That's it. That's right. You, you might know? get one job. One. But when you show somebody discipline, you show them knowledge, and you show them quality, among other things. But those three things, when you go to a job and they see that, they're bound to call you back. 
But not just that, you build a relationship with them. You're not just a client, a business owner to them, your friend, somebody they could rely on if anything ever happens and they call you. That's what I try to focus on. Try to put myself to just be somebody of quality. Be somebody who is a person who not just goes there to make money, but make a, a friendship. T- to make them feel comfortable when I'm there. Just yeah. in case I am not there, they know I will take care of everything as if they were. 100% all the time. Well, I love that. That's a great life philosophy to live. And since you brought this up, so two things I want to explore with you here. One is your grandfather. So you named the business a grandfather's legacy. And so that's pretty telling right there. And I'd love for you to share with us for just a moment or two more of a Paint the picture of what your grandfather means to you and how important has he been in your your life and how important has he been in your growth as a human being? Keep it simple. Before I met my wife, my grandfather was like... When I'm with him, I'm a fish in water. When I'm not with him, I'm a fish out of water. I don't feel comfortable. didn't feel safe. When he was around me, I always knew he had my back. We had a special bond. Um, when I was a kid, my parents used to tell me stories. I used to wait outside the bathroom for him. Every time I used to go in the bathroom, I would knock on the door and say, let me in, let me in, Bapu, which means grandfather in Greek. So no matter where he went, I went. Um, we this bond that we that we had was just unbreakable. I mean, I was attached to his hip. Even the days when he dragged me to work when I was eight years old, nine years old, come and help me, come and help me. It's like, no, I don't want. I'm a kid. Well, it's just even those days when you look back now. Obviously, I miss it. You know, just him showing me the ropes, doing this, teaching me that. But um, just his voice soothed me. You know, just Do you still hear it. It's funny you ask that because it's been over three years, October will be four years that he's gone. And it's so weird to my wife all the time. I, I still get the urge to call him. Mm. Like just, just to have a conversation with him, just to hear him voice. Just before he passed, um, I used to call him every day after work. He used to talk about all the jobs I did. He used to ask questions. We used to go into depth. It was, it was a beautiful thing. It was just that bond that we had. Um, and now still days, I still be like, oh, wait, I got to call my grandfather. I got no. If you had the ability to pick up that phone and call him at the end of today, like you did every day, what question would you want to ask him now that there's been three to four years of, of separation? What would you want to learn from him to know from him? What would be that big question? If you really could only ask him one, one question Did I make you proud. Did I make you proud? How do you think he'd respond to you? I'm hoping he would say, yeah, honestly. Uh, I'm getting all emotional now. Here we go. Um, that's To me, that's extremely important. Him him being proud of me, him smiling, that, that, was, that was it for me. Yeah. That was it. That was it. Yeah, I feel you on that. that for was, those of you that are 
listening right now, obviously you can't see Thomas, but uh, let me tell you something. This man is uh, – he, he's he's filled with not only pride, but you see the emotion in his face and in his eyes, and I I know that that lands for you, and I appreciate that. So you did mention that you had a bit of a tough upbringing. Talk to that for a moment. What was the most difficult experience that you had in your youth that either shaped? the person who you are today, or at least taught you a massive lesson about yourself. Okay. So this is it. Um, I was a middle child. So the oldest was a boy and the youngest was a girl. Um, Obviously the boy who came first, everybody was all excited. The first boy came, then I came and then the girl. So obviously it was the boy and the girl and me just being the middle one. But the thing that made it hard, I guess because I was independent. I'm not really much of a kid that just goes along with something that somebody tells me because you tell me. I need to find out if it's right or wrong myself. My grandfather, as I said, we had that bond. So um, he always was by my side. But what happened was I, I wasn't really... In a good spot when I was a kid. I had a lot of bad thoughts uh, about myself. No, uh, I had no self-conscience. I had no um, no respect for myself. There's, I was just empty, I guess. You know, I was just emotional, always depressed. Nothing really to look forward to. Um, but it shaped me. I mean, obviously my grandfather being the show that he was, the rock that he was. But I tell my wife all the time, my childhood, I wouldn't give it back. I wouldn't do it all over again. I I would do it all over again. I wouldn't change it because if it wasn't for the toughness and the emotions and the, just the the unhappiness, the crying, it would, I wouldn't be who I am today. You know, it built character. It built independence. It built discipline. I was doing my own laundry when I was in my teens, pre-teens. I just started taking care of myself because I didn't feel much was there for me to be home with anyway. My grandparents raised us. My parents went to work, and then they got divorced. The whole thing happened, but my grandparents were the ones always there. So my grandmother always cooked for us. My grandfather would take us to school, pick us up from school, take us out. He would take us to the restaurants with his old friends. We would sit there and talk. But that tough childhood made me who I am today. And my grandfather's toughness taught me just to pick myself up and go. Because there's nobody is going to help you in this world. If you don't help yourself, that guy next to you isn't going to do anything for you. He doesn't even know you. You got to provide for yourself and your family. You got to be tough. The world is not the best place sometimes. So you got to build a skin. Embrace those who love you. Be nice to those who are kind to you. But you got to do it yourself. There's no one helping you. So, yeah, it was tough. My wife knows. But I am who I am today. I mean, I, I can't complain. I love who I am today. Well, that that's pretty amazing. It's an amazing story. And you're so right that 
for all of us, no one's coming to save us, right? right? We have to learn the skills. We have to figure out our place in the world. There's plenty of resources that we can go to, but we have to be, we have to meet people where they are. Right. Right. So it, it's, it's, I, I love hearing this part of your story and I want to explore this a bit more deeply. We are going to take a brief break, Thomas, to thank our amazing sponsors. And then we are going to be right back here to jump into the conversation. And for all of you, you are listening to Business Minds Coffee Chat. Thank you so much for joining us today. Don't you go anywhere. We'll be back here in just mere moments. There's no business like show business like no business I know. Visit the Fitzgerald Performing Arts Center at Flagler Auditorium. We're about to release our new season of professional touring shows. Visit our website at flaglerentertainment.com. Sign up for our newsletter. You can be the first to know about our shows and special offers. And remember, every time you buy a ticket to a show, you support the performing arts in Flagler schools and you support our local economy. All right, we're back. And again, you're listening to Business Minds Coffee Chat. And I am in the studio today with my very special guest, Thomas Rohr. We're having a fantastic conversation, learning a lot more about Thomas and his upbringing, his philosophies on life, and how adversity has helped shape who he is and coming from a, a difficult upbringing, but really making his way in life and where he is today. So let's continue the conversation, Thomas. So before the break, we were talking about what life was like when you were a a young person and the impact and influence that your grandfather and grandmother had on your life. So if you can think about, if we could wind the clock back and knowing that you, you were having a difficult time you, you didn't have a lot of confidence in yourself and purpose on, you know, purpose in what, what is it that I should be doing right with my life? What was it that really changed? What was it that flipped the switch for you? So you go from having these, these challenging and difficult times as a, as a young person to really finding your way. We talked about your grandfather. We talked about the influence there, but is there anything in particular that you can point to things that you started to do, whether it was uh, reading, whether it was things that your grandfather was telling you, how did you learn to build yourself up? What was it that flipped the switch for Thomas Rohr? That is a good question, Jay. That is a real good, that's a deep question. Um, Obviously, I would say my grandfather had a huge part in who I am today, who I became. Um, It's hard to explain. It's not, I wouldn't say it was just one moment. It's definitely been, wow, what, 36 years of still learning. You know, sometimes with some people, it's just not just a click. Sometimes it takes years for something to to develop within somebody. Um, 
I don't know if I'm actually all the way there yet where I want to be, to be honest with you. Um, I still think I could do better myself. I could still apply myself more. I could be a better father, be a better husband. Um, but I don't, it's not just one moment. It's just, I guess, over the years of life lessons and my grandfather in my ear, I think that's what changes somebody. Um, even if somebody out there who just who doesn't really think much of themselves, don't put yourself down, is what I would say. It just, it's not overnight. I mean, I know everybody has different life, different obstacles, challenges that they go through. But just trusting yourself, I would say. Trust in the person you are. Find who you are first, is what I would say. Um, my grandfather helped me with that, with just the basic stuff he taught me, just discipline. You asked me a question during the meetings. You said, how do you find a motivation? Motivation isn't always there. Um, I used to go out, I used to work out a lot back in the day before we had the kids. Um, some people who get up for the gym or go to work, sometimes you get up, you don't want to do much. You just, it's those days you just want to sit back and relax. Those days, motivation isn't there, but what always has to be there is discipline. And that is what he instilled in me. And that is what I built off of. Beautiful. Ah, I love that. So your grandfather was obviously a mentor for you, right? Uh, yeah, an under an understatement. Definitely. So, as you just mentioned, for for those that are listening, if you know, if you're in a place where you just, you know, you don't have a good feeling about yourself, you're lacking in in purpose, you're lacking in in self esteem and self worth, and all all of those things that that we can have a you know, that we can deal with, right? That we can deal with in, in life. Find a mentor. Find someone who so, can help to show you what a path forward looks like for you. Helps you identify what your potential is and pours into you right. every day. It can make such a huge difference, obviously. As you said, everybody has a story. Everyone has a story. Somewhere. That's exactly right. But what I would say is... In my my opinion, I feel like when you start from a rough spot and you grow yourself, that I think is better than from starting from an easy place. It builds character. It makes you a tough, strong person who, who, who can withstand anything the world throws at you. So when you start in a rough place, embrace it sometimes. Embrace it and use it with you. Use it as fuel to build yourself, make yourself better. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that, that is for sure. You are so right. So in moments of self-doubt or adversity today, what can you share with us what you specifically do to build yourself back up? Okay. So my grandfather, as I said, passed away four years ago. He was my world. Hands down my world. Everything revolved around him. Met my wife in 2005. Um, so, may not believe me, but what I feel like he, I think she came into my life for a reason. My wife became my rock. 
after my grandfather passed away, she became my world. She provided me the the rock, the, the stability, the confidence when I doubted myself. Even to this day, when I get nervous about a job, she's always there telling me, why? You got this. So I feel like it, I, I'm a big believer in God. So I feel like things are all planned out already and happened for a reason. So I feel like she was here for me. She was put here as my rock now that my grandfather's gone. So the reasons why I did what I did when my grandfather was alive, to make myself better, the discipline, the honesty, the trustworthy, the reliability, now it's for them. Now they're my reason. Now they're the reason. Now that he's gone, they took over. That's my priority now. That's my rock. They are my backbone. They're my discipline. That's what gets me up in the morning and gets me to my job and do everything 100% all the time. They're the reason. So, like I said, people don't realize how important connections are, whether they're friends or family. Um, I was, I'll give you a story. I was on the block I was raised in in Brooklyn on 59th Street in New York. Uh, I had two close friends, three close friends that we were all born around the same time. And um, they're younger than me. But now one of them is the godfather to one of my kids. Just because they're friends doesn't mean that they can't be somebody to rely on. If you ask me, yes, technically they're not blood. But to me, to my family, they are my blood. They helped me fill in the gaps that I had trouble filling in from everybody else. Do you understand what I'm saying? Sometimes family isn't always the answer. Sometimes, like I said, my grandfather was there, constantly helped me. But there's those moments that were like, I guess you need somebody else to fill in that, that void. They were helping me, but now they are the reason who I am today, why I wake up and do what I got to do and I'm better myself and come to those meetings and do my job and, and build this legacy that my grandfather left for me to make in his name something of importance, a true legacy. So if, when he looks down, I know he can smile and be happy for me. Mm, I love that so much. So what does success mean to you, Thomas? I know a lot of people are going to say wealth, but I, and I, would have, I would have said that. I would have said wealth, but now with my family, no. They, them, happiness. That One of the greatest perks of owning my own business is taking my kids to school. Dropping them off to school is a huge perk for me. That, to me, is success. Being able to share the moments that I would miss working for somebody else. Anything. Their shows, gymnastics. Being able to spend every single minute with my kids and giving them a life, not materialistic things, just the unconditional love and knowing that I'm there for them, for whatever, that is my success. That is what success means to me. Mm, knowing daddy will be there is extremely important to me. That's beautiful. 
That's that's freedom right it's, there. It, it truly is. It truly is. Yeah. So what is one of the greatest gifts that life has given you that you didn't realize at the time? So outside of your children, your wife, your grandfather, think about the greatest gift that life has given you that you didn't realize at the time? That's a good question. Um, I guess me. Mm-hmm. Who who I was, who I am. You don't really know who you are at a young age. You, 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 you learn as you go. But uh, being young... Obviously, as I said, I wasn't happy. You know, it was no confidence, no, no, no respect to myself. Lost, nowhere to turn to, nobody to turn to. Obviously, except my grandfather. But me, I would say, because look where I am today. Yeah, what that, a what a great a response. That's a great response, and that's been a journey of self discovery that, yeah. as you said, continues today. But but uh, you've you've come a long way. I and hope people know that just. It's you. You yeah. make who you are. Don't let words can be very hurtful, but you make who you are. You build who you are. Even if you're not happy, there's something in you that you haven't discovered yet that will make you you. That will make you different and bring you to success. Absolutely. So, Thomas, as we are wrapping up our conversation today, I would love it if you would leave all of us with a challenge. What would you challenge our listeners and me to do? A challenge. (laughs) Okay. It's a good question. I want everybody to believe in themselves, to believe that they have the discipline they need to not just better themselves, but to do what they want to do, to put their mind to what they can. So my challenge to you is when you get up in the morning and those days when you don't feel like you have any motivation, dig deep, find a reason. Find a reason or somebody that maybe you have a bond with. Find something in you to build on and get that discipline that you need to better yourself. Because once you find discipline, nothing's stopping you. That is that? the main thing. What a great challenge. I know I'm going to take you up on that <laughs> one. I hope all of you that are listening right now will do exactly the same thing. Thomas, I want to thank you so much for joining me today on Business Minds Coffee Chat. I appreciate you. I appreciate you pulling back the curtain a bit and sharing a bit about your life story, your philosophies, your humanity, and just thank you. I'm grateful for you, and I appreciate you being here much today. I appreciate it to you, Jay. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Absolutely. Opportunity. Thank you. It is my thank pleasure. You. And for all of you, thank you so very much for tuning into Business Minds Coffee Chat. We will be right back here next Saturday morning at 830. And until then, keep learning and growing and keep doing the work to reach your potential. Take care, everybody.